and gentlemen, welcome to episode 20 of the Tag Team Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tartaglione, joined with my brother, Johnny Tartaglione, and today our podcast is a little story time. So Johnny and I decided to take a little trip over to East Lansing. And the way we're going to structure this show today is a little bit different than what we normally do. We normally end with our stink bomb of the week, every week, every episode. But this time, we're going to start with it. Because this entire podcast is going to be about our trip. And our trip started with a major, major freaking stink bomb. So, Johnny? Yeah, I'm going to say this week we actually, and I think this is the first time, that we share a stink bomb of the episode. And this stink bomb was a literal shit show, to say the least. And it was probably one of the most frustrating things that I've ever experienced. So just to set the set the scene, Tony and I were supposed to fly in to Michigan State. We were actually supposed to fly in to Detroit on Thursday evening. Now, Tony was flying from Syracuse to Washington, D.C. to Detroit. And I was flying from Wilmington to Washington, D.C. to Detroit. So we were going to meet up in Washington, D.C., and then be on the same plane from D.C. to Detroit. So we're like, okay, that's going to work out pretty well. We were supposed to land in Detroit at like midnight, and then it's about an hour and a half drive to East Lansing. So we were supposed to be at Michigan State at around 1.30 a.m., technically Friday morning. Oh, no, Mother Nature had something to say about that, didn't she, Tony? Oh, she did. And so Wednesday night, we get a notification on our phone, and I instantly get a text from Johnny. So now, before I opened the notification from American, I thought it was like, you get a notification every time it's like 24 hours before your flight, so I was thinking, oh, it's time to check in. And I get a text from Johnny, and he goes, bro, our flight got canceled. And I was fucking I'm like, pissed. are you shitting yep. me? So I go on the American app, because I didn't trust this. I was like, dude, he's, he's cap. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I can't believe you didn't trust so, me. Why would I fucking, why would I joke about something like that, dude? I was pissed. I know. So I instantly go in and I see the fat red canceled logo over my flight. I'm like, oh no. So my first thought to myself is, shit, I got to reschedule this flight because we're still going this weekend. This is Wednesday night, less than 24 hours before we're supposed to leave. And so I call American immediately and I get my flight changed right off the rip. And we ended, I changed my flight to Friday, landing Friday afternoon. So I get that change and I hang up the phone. And then I instantly call Johnny. He doesn't answer. I'm like, are you kidding me? I call him again. Doesn't answer. And then I get a text from him. Dude, I'm on the phone with American too. I'm like, oh no, I was going to tell him what flight I got to change to. So we couldn't communicate about what flights we were getting changed. So it turned into an entire clusterfuck. So I'm sitting there texting him flights, what I'm getting in, what the times are. And there was no similar flights to us because originally... We were both supposed to fly from our hometowns of Wilmington and Syracuse, meet up in D.C., and then fly together from D.C. to Detroit. Yeah, I just explained that, So that asshole. was the original just plan. just explained that, asshole. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, is that this time, there was no difference between, there was no similar flight that Johnny and I could meet up in the same airport and go in on the flight that I picked. So we were fucked up. It was going to be two different times, and here's the problem. Detroit's an hour and like 40 minutes from uh, from East Lansing. And so Hunter would have to have driven all the way out to Detroit, sat there for the entire day, and then picked me up later in the day. So it would have shot our whole Friday. Not to mention our trip was only going from Thursday night to Sunday afternoon. So we didn't have a lot of time. So time was of the essence here. So I do some research, and I'm sitting there talking because Johnny and I had both changed our flights at this point. He had to go to bed for work in the morning, but I actually was able to stay up um, because I didn't have class till two o'clock on Thursday. So I'm up till about 1230 and I'm thinking to myself, well, what if we take our original flight to Washington tomorrow night, stay the night in Washington and then take the first flight in the morning. So that way we're not blowing our entire Friday. So I look and there's a flight. Johnny and I would both go into DC. We'd land Thursday night, stay the night in DC. And then Friday morning we'd fly to East Lansing, not to Detroit, straight into East Lansing. So it actually ended up being a better scenario because Hunter wouldn't have had to have driven an hour and 45 with the, with the how expensive fucking gas is nowadays. So we decided, screw it. That sounds good to me. Let's do that. So Johnny, what happened when we got to DC? Yeah, I mean, the plan 
up to that point was executed pretty perfectly. I mean, we got to DC pretty late. I ended up sitting on the runway for like 30 minutes at the DC airport. But besides the fact, we went out, we had a nice dinner Thursday night, but we roll up to the fucking hotel. And for some odd reason in the middle of February, it decided to be 70 degrees in Washington, DC. And me and Tony were both like, okay, this is odd, but it was nice walking to dinner. We pull up to the hotel, we go up to the room, open the door, the room is musty, and there's no AC, no <laughs> air conditioning at all. It's like 80 degrees in there, and it's 70 degrees outside, so opening up the window was not really a great option. So we go downstairs, we tell the guy that our AC's broken. He's like, yeah, we didn't really expect it to be warm in the winter, so you're just kind of fucked. We're like, okay. Yeah, he literally said we were screwed. Yeah. And here's the thing. So Johnny and I decided to take this flight. We said, screw it, let's do it. I called at like two o'clock in the morning. I got on the phone with American and changed our flights and we were locked in. So then I'm like, shit, I gotta book a hotel. So I went on Priceline. And I don't know if you guys know what Priceline is. Cool company, they have a great concept of what they do. Because if you wanna be, if you're a broke college student like me, you're trying to cheap out every corner you can. So I go on there and Priceline has this option where it can pick three hotels. It'll pick three hotels for you, but it'll give you a super discounted rate. But the hotel selection is completely random. So shot in the dark. So I picked like the Holiday Inn, um, this place. What was the name of the hotel we ended up staying at? I can't even remember the name of it. Um, something at the, it was in the business district. I can't even remember the freaking name of it. It was, it wasn't um, like Beacon. And then I picked was this other Beacon? one. The Beacon? Beacon. It was Beacon. Yeah, yeah Beacon Hotel. Um, and then the other one was this place called The Hive, which looked really cool. I was like, oh, maybe we'll get The Hive. And all these were like 100 to $140 a night. But the set base rate was only $63. Well, and then you got the taxes and the fees and all the other shit that comes in with booking. But still, if I had to book the room straight up, it would have cost us like 200 and 250 bucks. But through this, it only cost us 120. So we decided to go with it. Screw it. I'm going to pick a random one. And it gave us the beacon. <laughs> completely random, completely shot in the dark. But this place was a fucking dump. All right. No, I wouldn't I say it. I wouldn't say a miserable, it dumb. No, it was it was okay. It was fine. Like it no, got the job done. No, no, that place <laughs> is I, that place is on my shit list, and you're gonna find and you viewers who are listening right now are about to find out why. Yeah, the hotel was musty. Yeah, it was 80 degrees. Yeah, I didn't fall asleep till 4:30 because I was sweating balls. I had to put a cool cloth over my chest because I couldn't fall asleep. So I was shitting my pants. I'm like, this sucks. I'm gonna be exhausted for tomorrow. And Johnny's like, yo, let's go see the White House at 9.30 in the morning. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be running off for like five hours of sleep. So I finally doze off, right? After, you know, we had a miserable night there. Um, we ate good dinner. But the problem was Johnny and I threw in a four-legger. And three of the four legs, of course, obviously hit. And the one leg that didn't was because of the fact that it's fucking the Rangers played the Red Wings and lost in the sixth shot of a no, shootout. No, it was the ninth. It was the ninth round of a shootout, dude. Oh, it was insanity. They really blew our parlay. It, the, the trip just, it was already off to a bad start. It was already bad news bears to begin with. Just because the Rangers blew it. Yeah. We mushed our own team. We should have never bet on them. But you know what? It is what it is. Continue on. Yeah. So, we're all pissed off. And then we decided to throw in another parlay on the Bucks 76ers game. And that game was a fat loser. Because the Bucs decided the one game of the year they're going to suck. This is pre-James Harden 76ers. They decided to choke and lose. Both bets that screwed us that night on both of our parlays were the ones that were minus 250 and up. Yes, we, we, we basically just wiped our ass with 40 bucks, But it's fine. It is what it is. We go to bed. We finally wake up. We go see the White House. I'm struggling. I'm on the fucking struggle bus Friday morning. I'm tired. I'm anxious. I'm like, dude, I just want to get to East Lansing. I feel like shit. I don't want to go right now. We make it to the airport. We're there about an hour and a half early before our flight. So I decide to get this. I decide to see Wolfgang Puck. I'm like, I know that's a pretty good restaurant most of the time. So I, Mike, screw it. I walk up to Wolfgang Puck and I order a ham and Swiss with like this honey mustard on it. The worst goddamn sandwich I have ever had <laughs> in my life. I was so hungry. And I took two bites of that thing, and I was gagging. Meanwhile, I was eating some. And I spent I was $21 on the meal. I was eating Greek yogurt in a Lunchable for 8 bucks. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. 
So our flight's getting ready to board. We're like, all right, sweet. We're going to East Lansing. They call uh, group one may now board all the way up to group seven. And that was our group. So we decided to get on the plane and we're like, all right, we're getting ready to go to Yale. So we're sitting there. I'm like, everything's good. I look at my bag and I'm like, shit, my AirPods must have fallen to the bottom of my bag. Whatever. We already boarded. I'll deal with it later. And so uh, we're sitting there on the plane for like maybe, maybe 10, what was it? 10, 15 minutes. We were probably sitting there. We got an, an initial we got an initial notification. It was an, an initial notification from American Airlines. Our flight was supposed to leave at 1.20. And then we got the notification and it goes, your flight is not delayed until 2.30. Not to mention, not to mention before this, our plane didn't even show up until we were supposed to be taking off. So it was already 30 minutes late. So we were already fucking annoyed because we were sitting at the gate and it was our time to board and there wasn't even a plane at the gate so you knew you were fucked because the plane had to show up the people had to get off the plane and they had to clean the plane so we get on the plane and then we get notified that the plane is delayed another hour and we're like dude what the fuck is going on the, the captain comes on the intercom beep, boop, you know whatever the the flight sound is Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing some uh, mechanical issues with the plane. Uh, something's going on with the hydraulics. Uh, the fluid's leaking, and we cannot find out where or why. Um, we're going to have to deboard the plane and check out this issue in order for us to make sure you guys can fly safely because safety at American is our number one priority. Yep. And that's pretty much verbatim what they said. I, I think I pretty much nailed the speech that the, the pilot gave. And everybody in the damn plane just gets this look of disgust. We're already delayed. And we're already on the plane, ready to go. Everybody's all packed up, buckled up. They, the flight attendants did their checks. We were ready to go. And the captain says, no, we got to deboard. Hydraulic fluids are leaking. So I'm like, I walk up and I, I walk up to the flight attendant. I'm like, hey, how long do you think this delay is going to be? She's like, we have no idea. It's a mechanical issue. We got to wait for the mechanics to come out here. I'm like, all right. And we walk out of the gate and we get a notification on our phone again. The flight has now been delayed to 4 o'clock to leave. Originally, we were supposed to leave at 1.50. So at this point, the flight's been delayed 2 hours and 10 minutes. So I'm like, holy shit, this sucks. And so we go sit down, and it gets to 4 o'clock. We sat there for almost an hour. And in the hour I was sitting there, I said, you know what? Let me grind out some homework, because I'm going to be a productive student right now. It's a Friday afternoon. Why not? I'll get it knocked out. I won't have to worry about it over the weekend. I'm getting ready to go have a good, relaxing time. And so I have to watch a video for this homework assignment. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot. the air. My AirPods fall on the bottom of my bag. So I sit there and I reach in the bottom of my bag. And then I pull out of that pocket and I reach in the other pocket. And then I go reach in the front pocket. And I can't feel my AirPods. They disappeared from thin air. So then immediately I start freaking out. I'm like, what the hell happened to my AirPods? And I'm sitting there ripping through my bag, taking everything out, looking at every little crack, crevice, zipper, cup, uh, the cup holders on the side. I was looking for everything. Nowhere to be found. And then I think to myself, right before we left the airport, I was listening to my AirPods. I set them on the bed to make sure that I wouldn't forget them. Well, turns out about AirPod cases is they're white. Hotel bed sheets are white. My ass thought I put my AirPods in my bag, but no. I left them at the Beacon Hotel. <laughs> so then I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. My $250 AirPod Pros are shot. And I'm like, this is it for me. It's over. So I call the hotel immediately. I'm like, yo, can I speak to housekeeping? They're like, they're out of the office for today. All right, give me a call back in the morning. And that was it. They couldn't help me. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I hang up the phone. I have given up on this point. My AirPods are gone. I lost them. Shit show. We then, at that point, it's almost 4 o'clock. Johnny's like, I'm so damn hungry. I'm like, me too. So Johnny's like, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A, and I'll let you take it from here. Yep. So I go to Chick-fil-A, and fucking, the line wasn't too bad. It was okay. So I waited in line, and Tony wanted an eight-count nugget with fries, and I was just going to get a grilled chicken sandwich. So I go up to the guy. I give him the order. I'm like, yo, can I get the grilled chicken sandwich? And then an A count nugget. I just told him the numbers. He's like, uh, can you tell me that again? Like, I just told him the fucking order. And I had to tell him again. And I was like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Maybe he just keyed it in wrong. So I get the order. I bring it back to Tony. I open up my chicken sandwich box. 
and it's literally a fried chicken sandwich that's spicy. A spicy fried chicken sandwich. And I was supposed to have a basic grilled ass chicken sandwich. And I was like, okay, now I'm really pissed off because I don't like spicy and I didn't like fried because I was at least trying to keep it a little bit healthy. And Tony's eight count nugget was fine. And then we're eating the fries, eating the fries. And then in the middle of the box, Tony pulls out this big ass hair from the fry box. And I was absolutely disgusted. I was like, this day couldn't possibly get any worse. And I was just, I wanted to go home at this point. I was like, you know what? We've already lost all day of Friday. I was like, this flight's probably going to get canceled because the plane has hydraulic issues. So Tony and I had the wise idea. We were like, okay, there was actually another flight. The gate right across from us was going to Grand Rapids, which is actually only about an hour away from East Lansing. So we pop over there and we're talking to the lady running the gate. And she's like, no, no, flight's full. I can't help you. We were like, okay. We are like, we'll just be patient. Maybe somebody won't show up. So a guy behind us was actually talking to the lady as well. And she told him to go to customer service beforehand because he was there a couple minutes before us. So he came back and he was like, yeah, I just went over to customer service and they were able to get us tickets. So we're getting on this flight. And that flight was leaving. This is actually a little bit beforehand. This was before Chick-fil-A, Tony. That, that flight was probably leaving around 3, 3.30. So I run over to customer service because they're boarding group nine of nine. The flight's about to close. I run up there. I waited like two minutes in line. I'm like, hey, can we switch our tickets from East Lansing to go to Grand Rapids? And she was like, oh, I can't help you because the lady just closed the gate. Meanwhile, the lady knew we were standing there and I was going to customer service to get the ticket switched. So we go back up to her. I go back up and I asked her, I was like, well, was there even any seats left? Because you told us there was none. And she looks at us and she goes, yeah, there was two seats left. The gate door wasn't even closed yet. She could have easily let us on the flight, but she was being spiteful and she didn't let us on the plane. So that was just, that even added, that that added to the pissed offness that I had and my blood pressure was through the roof. I was fucking fuming at this point. I was hot. And you know that vein? You know that vein you get at the top of your head when you start getting oh fuming? Oh my God, the vein. Your vein was popped. Oh my God. You get a vein, you get a vein, that shit was popped. Fully popped. So I knew you were losing your I lost it. And then it instantly went into straight up just, this sucks. Everything's awful. Because we have we have short tempers. We both have short tempers. Oh, very short. Have. So Johnny's like, I'm looking at the first flight back to Wilmington. I'm going home. I'm done. I'm not going to Michigan. I'm going to go another weekend. Screw this. This is awful. I was pissed off. And so it was a shit. Yeah, I know. And you were pissed off. And you literally walked to the gate to see if you could change your flight. I did. And you missed the flight. So... In short, our flight ended up leaving at a DCA at around 6, 6.30. And we got to East Lansing at around 8-ish. So we lost our whole day Friday. And that is definitely the longest stink bomb we've ever had. But it was probably the biggest one we've had as well. Yeah, I lost my AirPods. I couldn't sleep to 4 a.m. The hotel was I mean, that's shit. a combined, like, eight weeks worth of stink bombs in one fucking episode. Stink bombs. Yeah. That's unbelievable. We literally got railed. We did. We got railed by American and the storm. But you know what? I will say, I'm very happy I waited it out, and we could spend the next 20 minutes or so talking about our trip. But I personally had a fantastic time, except for the weather, because the weather up north in the wintertime is so brutal that I wanted absolutely nothing to do with being outside at any point in time. And it just smacked me in the ass. It smacked me in the ass, and I couldn't take it. While we're still on the stink bomb part, though, my flight home was no better. I My flight originally, on the way out, I was supposed to leave Lansing at 6 o'clock. It got delayed to 7.30. My flight was supposed to leave out of Chicago through my layover at 8. So there was no shot I was making my flight. I was screwed. I was going to get stuck. But by some miracle, my flight from uh, Chicago to Syracuse ended up getting delayed too when I made my flight. But I shit my pants over that. Last little note on the stink bomb with the flying. American Airlines, you really disappointed me this time. You really disappointed me. Yeah. So, into the more positive part of the story. We get to, we get in (laughs) at Friday night. And we get in on Friday night. And we immediately were like, okay, we got to get some food and we got to rip the bars. Because that's what we're here to do. So Hunter had the bright idea of going to Jimmy John's. 
and it was probably 10 degrees and snowing sideways. And I'm not built for this. I live in North Carolina. It was literally 70 degrees the day before at home. And I'm going to a 60 degree colder atmosphere, windy and snowy. So I'm like, fuck this shit. I don't want to be outside. Well, the walk to Jimmy John's seemed like I was walking a marathon. I don't know about you, but I was pissed off. I was stone cold frozen by the time I got in there. And the worst part about it was that Jimmy John's, Jimmy John's didn't even let you eat inside. So we were walking to the bar with our Jimmy John subs in the snow, in the wind, and it literally looked like we were topping our subs with sprinkles or salt. It was ridiculous. Welcome to my life. Brutal. Brutality. That's how I live all the time up here, dude. It's brutal. Brutality. I, when I tell you Syracuse is brutal, you didn't believe me. And you always told me I'm not coming to Syracuse when it's uh, cold outside. Yeah, and, I, and that's I, exactly I was correct. why. I was correct in my assumption that I should never, ever do that. And that will probably be the last time I make a trip up north voluntarily while it is winter time. The deadbeat middle of winter, absolutely not. It's brutal. It's straight up brutality. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that pissed me off about you. You look at me and you go, I'm wearing a t-shirt tonight. I said, nah, nah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to wear a t-shirt. I'm telling you, it's bad news, dude. It's going to be cold out there. You're like, nah, I got it. I'll be all right. I'm like, dude, trust me. We're all wearing hoodies. He's like, yeah, but it's hot in the bar. You're like, it's hot in the bar. Yeah, it's going to be hot in the bar, but wait till you're waiting in line in a short sleeve t-shirt. You're going to want to die. You're right. You're right. So he's like, all right, screw it. I'll grab my windbreaker. <laughs> you might as well have gone outside shirtless. Jeez. It was bad news, Bears, for Johnny Tags. I thought I could troop you it out. Chilly I thought I could troop it out. I thought I had the balls to deal with the cold. I was absolutely wrong in my assumptions. That was I was it was a here's bold play and I was wrong. I was dead beat wrong. Here's the thing. You're you're used to forty degree being cold, right? Forty degrees. You're used to that being your cold in North Carolina. It was awful. It was awful. And then I got home in the next weekend, and it was 40 degrees at home, and it literally made 40 degrees feel like it was 65. I kid you not. But yeah, you're right. I was I was absolutely miserable. Everybody, all of our friend group saw that I was miserable. I literally looked like a puppy sitting outside in the rain because the owners didn't know that they let it outside, and it was kind of just standing there soaking wet with a pouty face. That's what I looked like. I was all bundled up. <laughs> I literally strained my back from being so tensed up because of how cold I was. It was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I felt like an 87-year-old man, like with my back. It was an atrocity. Welcome to all of our lives. I was so Welcome to everybody who lives above the Mason-Dixie line during the winter's lives. And especially the people who live in Michigan, upstate New York, all the way out on the West Coast, places like Montana, uh, Colorado, all those cold-ass areas that just get bitter. I was so welcome I was, to their I lives. was down catastrophic. I was down catastrophic. So, but Friday we ended up having a good night. We went out to the bars. We had a good time. Nothing. You can't crazy forget really this. Happened. Though. No, you can't forget our buddy, this. Our buddy, our buddy, our our buddy Jake. Our buddy Jake ended up chasing a girl. We gave him shit for it. He was all right. No, no, no. I was gonna but, say we can't forget when we first got to the bar. Jake immediately got in a dance off. Incredible. It was a circle and a complete dance off. We just got to the bar. I was amazed. I was like, this this trip's amazing already. I was like, I don't even need to see anything else. This dance-off was sick. And then a big-ass fight broke out at the bar, too. And we were like, all right, we're going to dip out of here and go to a different bar. But you're right. Friday ended up being pretty good. And then I got to experience Conrad's for the first time. Oh, yeah. And oh, Conrad's yeah. was pro it's probably the unhealthiest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Let me tell you. I don't even know. Oh, it's dirty. This thing was probably 3,000 calories when it's, when, within itself. I'm talking, it's got tater tots, cheese, chicken, a tortilla, whole nine yards. I probably ate. Loaded with ranch. Three, yeah, oh, that's foul. Probably three days worth of calories, but it was definitely worth it. It was. You couldn't even finish it, dude. No, I couldn't. I ate that thing back in about three minutes. That thing was down my go. It sucked. I felt. I, I wasted no I time. I felt so. And you couldn't even finish it. I felt it. so foul eating that, though, because I just drank three vodka sprites. I was like, that's 900 calories right there. Then I was I'm packing seven out Coronas deep. 
And then I'm packing on the sandwich. And then I packed on Jimmy John's. I had the Lunchable, the yogurt, whatever the fuck we ate for breakfast in D.C. I was like, dude, I've literally, I've legitimately eaten 5,000 calories today. Doesn't matter. You're skinny and you're on vacation. So shut up about it. It's all right. It, all I'm right? just saying. I was, it, it was a good experience. I'm all right, health expert. Go make, a, go make a fucking health podcast. Dude. <laughs> no. That's go make really. a calorie podcast. Go be a fitness trainer. No, get the, hop off. Nutrition specialist. Hop off. I got peanut. Get out I of got, here talking about, oh my God, I ate a Launchable and yogurt and I ate Conrad's. I'm a college stu- Well, you're not a college student. <laughs> you're, you're washed. You're an alumni. <laughs> I'm washed. I'm you're, so washed. <laughs> you're an alumni at a college bar Play, acting like a college guy again, eating like a college student eats, and you're freaking out about it over one night. Uh, I hate to break it to you. You can't get fat in one night. Not possible. That is funny. Now, if you were doing that every day, if you were doing that every day, ram, slamming back vodka sprites and eating Conrad's and eating all this fast food with Jimmy John's loaded up with mayonnaise, if you were doing that every day, yeah, washed. maybe I'd be a bit concerned. I can't get it. Washed is a great But term. I pounded a Coke on the plane. <laughs> I was pounding uh Chick-fil-A with the sweet tea. Uh, I ate two bites of the shitty-ass ham Some sandwich. Some Harry fries. I did a nice little loaded-up mayo sandwich, too. I was in the same boat as you, except for the fact that I drank seven Corona Extras. <laughs> Those things are even worse. Are you shitting me? Those things uh, are like 200 calories a pop. Seven of those, that's 1,400 calories, plus the 2,000-calorie Conrad's I slammed down my throat, plus the 1,000-calorie Jimmy John's sub I ate. Are you kidding me? I was just as dirty as you. And I wasn't freaking out about it. It's one night. You're in college. Enjoy it. Yeah. Conrad's is amazing. You're I right. love that place. I wish there was a Conrad's in Syracuse. I want to thank the Michigan boys for putting me on that. You're right. It was it was a move. But we went to bed Friday night with some laughs. We could not stop wheezing. Hunter yelled at us. Yeah, because, because he was like, shut up, boys. Tony, Tony is Giggle City. At night, like if oh, you're if you're sleeping in the same room, if you're sleeping in the same room as Tony, you're fucked because this dude will start laughing out of nowhere. And you know when you somebody starts laughing, you start giggling. It's like everybody's on laughing gas. And Jake, Adam, and I were wanted to just punch you in the dick because you were being so goddamn annoying. But it was it was funny. Yeah, but what set me off was the fact that Adam ripped a fat <laughs> fart. That had me gone, dude. He ripped a dirty fart. How am I? How, how can you not laugh at a fart, dude? Come on, like it's like I don't know. What are you staring at the sun? You don't expect your eyes to get blind. What are you twelve, dude? What do you mean? What am I twelve? <laughs> you were laughing too. You're laughing now. What are you talking about? All right, it was pretty funny. If you heard me right now, stick my ass up to this mic and go. <laughs> you would definitely start laughing. You're right. It was pretty funny. It was good. So don't call me twelve. All right, all right, all right. That's a my fart's point. always been funny in, in a public space. Yeah, it's a little impolite. Crop dusting somebody? Yeah, that's a little bit impolite. But if you're with your boys and you're hanging out and somebody rips ass, yeah, I'm going to laugh. And yeah, I'm going to laugh because I'm I'm slightly buzzed. Whatever. What are you going to do? Uh, so it was, it was a good night. Friday night was good. It was more chill, chill, relax, whatever. Because Saturday morning was actually one of the best sporting experiences that I've ever had. Uh, we went to the Michigan State basketball game Saturday morning versus Illinois. And we actually sat front row in the Izone. So we were literally sitting pretty much right on the court. It was really cool. I got some good videos. It was a pretty good game. It was a slow first half. Um, but Michigan State made a hell of a run late in the second half to make it a really good game. I think they ended up losing by five, right? I think I think Illinois ended up winning the game by five. But it was a really exciting atmosphere. And I'm, I'm really pumped that I got to experience the Izone before it was too late. Um, and I know, Tony, you got some sound bits from the game, some reactions that we had have. I know we're going to enter this into this episode, and I would love to leave some time open to get those in. Um, but one of the best parts and one of the funniest things about the game was that, obviously, sports betting is legal in the state of Michigan. So we all were betting the game. We all bet Michigan State money line. We all had our prop bets. Uh, Joe had some insight. Hunter had some insight. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to ride with the boys and bet the money line. And uh, Dude, the listeners have no idea who Joe or Hunter are. You got to say their last names. Joe Housworth and Hunter Brown. Hunter Brown's been on the podcast before. But we were with him, Jake Edwards, who's also been on the podcast. Go listen to his episode if you want to. And then we also had Justin Kuligowski. Yes. Thank you, So Tony. these were the people that we were hanging with most of the but time. But I will say this. 
and I mentioned our bets, and I forgot to mention this about Friday night at the bar. And this definitely alludes to the fact that I am the biggest fucking bush there is. So we're at the bar, right? And Joe's got a couple bets in. He's got a couple parlays, whatnot. So he's telling me about the parlays because Joe and I like to chatter about sports betting. And he shows me his bet and he's like, dude, I got Oakland right now. And I got Oakland money line right now. And he's like, they're, they're minus a thousand to finish. There was like 11 minutes left in the game. The, the live spread or the live money line was minus a thousand. I look at him. I go, dude, that's a lock. It's a lock. It wasn't a lock. It wasn't a lock. Oakland lost. Oakland lost the game. And I felt so terrible. Because deep down inside, I knew that God had a plan to make Oakland lose as soon as I said that they were a lock. And I fucked Joe's parlay, and I just felt shitty about it. So I had to say that because I had forgotten that I had mentioned that Friday night at the bar. So we get to Saturday. We all made our bets, blah, blah, blah. Enjoyed the game. It was really fun. And I want Tony to put these sound bits in because they are pretty funny, and they do deliver some insight onto what we were thinking about the game, but we all lost money that day. We all lost on the Michigan State game. So the people I just mentioned uh, previously, I asked them all to get me a hot take before the game. Now, you have to remember, here's the disclaimer, they all are Michigan State students, and they all are biased towards Michigan State. So you expect them to pick Michigan State to win. But these are their hot takes, and I'm going to roll them right now. All right, we live at the Michigan State game. I'm predicting a MSU dub, 62 to 59. Hot take from Jakey Rod. All right, Joe. Uh, I obviously got to go with MSU money line, and I think the score is going to be 54-50, low-scoring game. All right, all right, all right Cooley, this is for the Tag Team Podcast. Give me your uh, hot take on this game. All right, we got MSU 61 Illinois 54. All right, boys. We, we're going to get a dub out here. You know All right. what to do. All right. Hunter Brown, Hunter Brown, previous, uh, previously on the Tag Team Podcast. What you got for a uh, hot take for this game? It doesn't have to be a final score. could be a final score, but hot take. Uh, Kofi Cockburn's going to fall out. So that's what I'm thinking. I like that take. I like that take. And then finally, the biggest mush of them all, Johnny Tags, hot take for the game. I'm thinking we got a nice odds boost on Michigan State to win by 1 to 10 at plus 280. Definitely going to take that. Final score prediction, I think I'm liking 63 to 57 Michigan State. All right. Uh, Ray Shremmerd, all I ask is that you don't copyright me because your music's going on in the background. But this has been the hot takes here from live from the Breslin Center. So I have to say that those picks were pretty <laughs> damn awful. Yeah, they weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't good. But we oh made them. Oh, my God. We made the picks, though. I know. But here's the thing. We all decided, well, at least me and Cooley, Justin Kuligowski, we call him Cooley. That's the short name for him. Cooley and I decided to chase this money line run that we thought was going to win. Michigan State was plus 115. We're at the game. We're feeling good. So I throw 25 bucks on it because I'm like, you know what? I spent 60 for the ticket. Worst comes to worst, they lose. I just act like I spent 85 on the ticket. Not a big deal. It is what it is. And Cooley and I ran that. You sound like and such a degenerate. That's the most degenerative statement I've ever heard. And I've said some pretty stupid shit. But, yeah. But that was the thought process in my bucks. mind. Whatever. I spent 60 bucks on the ticket. And I'm going to throw 25. So, you know what? It's I might as well have just spent 85 on the ticket. No. Why can't you just take the fucking loss? You lost a sports Because bet. that was my reasoning. It happens. That was my reasoning for putting the bet in. But here's the thing. Okay? About 15 minutes before game time, Joe looks at us and goes, Michigan State has an odds boost right now. Well, what's the odds boost, Joe? Well, if they win between 1 and 10 points, it's plus 280. Plus 280? I didn't think they were going to win this game by more than 10 in the first place. I thought this was going to be a 3.4 point dub for Michigan State. So, hell yeah, I'm going to throw an extra $15 on that. So now I'm 40 deep. And being $40 deep into this game, I'm thinking, all right, maybe I spent $100 on the ticket, all right? And let me just tell you, all of our picks were whiffs. The game was fun. Michigan State never led once. They were getting beat down. Um, Illinois' point guard hit a dagger three there at the end to put them away when Michigan State was trying to make a run. Loser. We were all losers. We were all out money. All of our takes were garbage. 
And that's the best part about it, was the fact that we all sat there and said Michigan State was going to win, and they got their asses blasted. Yeah, so, they got ass blasted. That's a good That's a good term. The whole time we decided we wanted to play basketball, we were supposed to play basketball the day before, but our flight got delayed. So we get done with the game, we go back, we go to Leo's Coney Island, smacking chicken finger pita. You ever go to East Lansing, go to Leo's Coney Island, get a chicken finger pita, I promise you won't with be With honey mustard. With honey mustard. Not with you ranch. You won't be disappointed. Screw the ranch. Honey Are you kidding me, dude? Ranch is just as good, all right? We, we're not going to argue over honey mustard and ranch, all right? It's done. All right, all right, all right, all right. Your all right, preference. Right. It's good on both ends. But we eat Leo's, and then we say, screw it, let's go play basketball. And let me tell you something. We walk into the basketball gym, and a dude who's also on the football team and on the basketball team who we had saw earlier that day was in the rec center getting reps after the game. Yeah, I got to give him mad props for that. Keon Coleman was getting buckets. So, Gotta Keon Coleman, you have a hell of a work ethic, and I have to give you mad props for that. But we run yep. our basketball games. That gym was dry as shit. I was wheezing. I was Carl Weezer. Lost my breath. I was like, this is awful. But we ended up playing. Anyways, yeah, uh, the rims and were I played crooked. like dog shit. I played like dog shit. I couldn't even, I couldn't even take a JV freshman 1v1 that day. It was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. I was like, yo, I let all these guys down. Cooley owned my ass. You and Cooley fucking cooked on a team. Yeah, because so, we're... got to give you props for that. We're sly. We're sly. We're not bad with the basketball. It's what it is. You were sly. You were good. Yeah. You guys were fresh with it. I give you props there. So then we go back. Props. So then we decided to go back, and we decided to go to this restaurant called Barrio, which is near Hunter's apartment. And we go to Barrio, and we wait an hour and a half for a table for these tacos that are supposed to be life-changing. And we end up getting sat upstairs. And oh, oh my God, did we get put in a Dutch oven baked at 350 like a turkey on Thanksgiving, dude. That upstairs in Barrio was so hot. I was sweating. I was feeling like shit. This air was so dry. I couldn't tolerate it. But honestly, the food was good. Look, I got to give it to the, to the food. The food was good. But that weather was disgusting up in there. I would yeah. rather eat outside. It was 20 degrees. We also had bet that was the night of the NBA All-Star festivities with the dunk contest and the three-point contest. And all of us had bet Trey Young to win the three-point contest. But fucking Carl Anthony Towns from left field somehow wins the three-point contest. I don't understand that, but props to him. So we all lost money again. And as we're walking out of Barrio, I turn to Joe and I'm like, dude, Obi Toppin's a lock to win the slam dunk contest. What do you know? I was correct. Obi Toppin had won the fucking slam dunk contest. And I couldn't bet on it. Couldn't bet on it. So we decided... And that's the reason. We decided while we were waiting for dinner that every boy was going to pick out a leg. There was five of us, right? <laughs> Me, Jake, Hunter, Johnny, and Joe. That was the five. There were six of us total. Cooley doesn't live with them, so he was away from us, so he wasn't able to get in on the parlay. But we all decided to pick out one leg and throw in a five-leg boys parlay so joe picks portland money line i picked trey young over 22 and a half threes in the first round jake picked some ufc fighter who had a mid-tier record that was plus 270 everybody took minus 200 minus 300 minus 150 bets hideous decision he, we, we get we, <laughs> we get the barrio when we turn on the fight. Uh, the dude got blasted. TKO, second round, out of the fight. Loser. First yep. leg already over. So, Jake, thanks for blowing the parlay. But here's the Jake, thing. You were, we decided you to so, make an agreement. so upset. I know. <laughs> I know. But here's the thing. <sighs> we all decided to make a pact that if every other leg in our parlay hit and the one that didn't, didn't hit, they had to buy everybody a shot at the bar when we got there because we were going to the bar after Barrio. And Jake's leg was the first one to miss, so instantly he's sweating. He's praying that Trey Young does not get 22 and a half threes in the first round because he does not want to buy everybody shots. He got lucky. He bailed out. But this is how bad we were. We went one for five on the boys' parlay. <laughs> Joey, Joey Bags hit with the Portland money line. Minus 350 Portland money line. And while we're placing these bets, Johnny just looks at me and goes, yo, I uh, I don't know what we're doing for our other parlay, but I uh, I just fucked around and threw, what'd you throw, four bucks? I threw four bucks on a 10-teamer. And, <laughs> and I instantly started laughing. 
I'm like, hey, what are you doing throwing four bucks? He's like, I got four bucks left in my account. Might as well run it. All right, buddy. Whatever. Run run up your money. The most classic Johnny Tags move of all time. We're sitting there betting five-leggers and three-leggers and a couple straights, and Johnny's like, screw it. I'm going to throw in a 10-teamer. Like, what a degenerate move, dude. How the hell could you ever even think that that would be possible? Get that hell out of here, A 10-legger of some college teams that I had never even heard of before. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was the best thing I ever did. So we enjoy our meal. We enjoy our meal. And we head over to the bar. We go to this yep. bar called PT's. Awesome spot. Yeah, except Kinda for the fact that you're like a sardine. It's a, it's a greasy like bar. You're like sardines. Oh, yeah. You're packing you can't even like move. But it's a greasy bar, move. but it's fun. It's about being in college. It's my senior year. Last little vacation I'm probably taking until spring break. Awesome. Let's enjoy it. And we went in there and we ripped it up. And we're in there for maybe an hour and a half. And Johnny looks at me and goes, dude, dude. I'm like, what? I'm like, what the what? what? He's like, the parlay's still alive. And I'm thinking to myself, ah, he's hit two legs. He's excited about it. He's like, dude, <laughs> six of my ten legs have hit. I'm like, dude, come on. You're such six. a fucking mush. Get out of here. He's like, yeah. He's like, now I need uh, I need a couple money lines to hit. I need Dixie State money line and Portland money line. I'm like, are you kidding me? Dixie State money line and Portland money line are in your 10-leg parlay? Get the hell out of here, you degenerate. You mush. Dixie State was plus 200. Dixie so, State was dogs. About 30 minutes go by, and Johnny, what happened with the Dixie State game? Oh, man. So let me tell you. I'm at the bar. I'm ordering my vodka Sprite, right? And I'm like, Dixie State was up like three at the half. And I was like, all right, we got a shot. They were dogs. So I was like, it's all right, whatever, whatever. I get to the bar, I down my vodka Sprite, I check again. A little later on, they're still up, still up, whatever. I go back. The next time I check, they were down seven with 30 seconds left. Down seven you, with 30 seconds left. And you come to me crying, the parlay's dead. The, the win percentage dead. in a college basketball game, if you're down seven with 30 seconds left, is probably like .005. Like, you're not coming back from that. You just don't. The other team's got to literally blow the game. Like, just hand it to you. So I'm like, boys, I'm going to hit 9 for 10. It's going to happen because that's the most Johnny thing ever. So I start dancing. I got the fist bump going, whatever, drinking my vodka sprites. And I was like, eh, fuck it. Because I'm a degenerate, I'm going to check the parlay again. Even though I should have given up and not even checked it. So I go up to the bar while I'm waiting for my drink. I check it. Dixie State won by five in overtime. They came all the way back from seven down with 30 seconds left. And I was like, boys, the parlay is alive. It's alive and well. We got seven out of 10 legs. And I was like, this is incredible. And my last three legs were like heavy dogs, heavy dogs, like minus 450, minus 900, minus 1300. Heavy favorites, yeah, that's what I meant to say. I apologize if I said heavy dogs. I meant to say heavy <laughs> favorites. My bad, my bad. I had Gonzaga money line. Gonzaga blew it out of the water. I had UCLA money line. They won by like 30. The last leg of the parlay was Arizona against Oregon. Arizona was minus 900 on the money line. Minus 900. And I was like, boys, I can't blow this. Oh, contraire. We get to the bar. We're still in the same bar, actually. And the game was going on simultaneously with Dixie State and UCLA. Arizona was literally losing by four with three minutes left in the game. And I was like, do I cash out? Do I let it ride? Hunter's like, let it ride. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm letting it ride. Why not? And Joe had the game pulled up on his phone. And we watched... Arizona clutch it out for me to cash the 10 teamer and we were all huddled around and everyone got super fucking lit for me and let me tell you dude I just felt like a king I was on my king shit for that 10 teamer and you know what my sports betting career is in my own hall of fame because as I said in previous episodes my goal is just to hit a 10 teamer and I did it it's done ditto with random ass college basketball teams I literally just went down the list, and I picked 10 teams. And that's what happened. And I just so happened to be lucky. I feel like with a lot of these 15, 20 leggers, 
a lot of people just do the same shit you do. They just go down. They don't care. Whatever. Throw it in. Throw it in. Throw it in. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, I wish you would have thrown more than four bucks on that. That would have been electric. But still, very impressive. I gave you props. And I also took a little video of you after the words at the bar. So we're going to roll that tape now. Dude, I'm so fucking lit. Let me tell you, I had to sweat this thing out. I had Dixie Steed, Moneyline, and they were down seven with 37 seconds left. I turned my phone off at the bar. I was saying, fuck this parlay. Then I checked five minutes later because I'm still fucking bushing. I had hope that they somehow came back, and they ended up winning by five. It went into OT. Don't know how it happened. And then I still had to sweat my menace, minus 900 on the money line. but you know what? I made it. I'm here. I cashed my 10-teamer. I'm a happy man. Are you still Are you, are you intoxicated? Uh, I'm going to put you the fifth on this one. I don't really know. <laughs> Dude, you were pretty freaking excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I get, I, that. That video, that video defines a degenerate. That's all I gotta say. Uh, that is we all had I Justin Kulagowski also give a little tidbit of Johnny Tags. We're gonna give it into him. Here's some airtime for Justin Kulagowski. I gotta say, I'm very proud of him. You know, he put in the time, he put in the effort. He finally got the one. You know, it's very important. Very proud of him, and I'm happy for him. Hey, what do you got to say? What do you got to say, though, about being drunk in a fucking alley when it's fucking 20 degrees outside? Uh, I'm used to it, you know. Like I said, you put in the time, you put in the effort, it works out for you, you know. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> this is Justin Kuligowski. Love him. No, Love him to death. Alan! And there you go. We're missing Alan. I mean, if you're getting props from Cooley, I got to say, that's some big props. Cooley's a respectful man. Right. You know? Right. Cooley, thank you for the props, my guy. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Like, it really does. Coming from you, it's incredible. It just so, puts me at the top of the hill. Top. Of I the still hill. can't believe you've done it. And now the debate comes up to whether or not you're still a mush. Do you think, personally, you're still a mush? I think the answer is yes. I think I got really lucky. And plus, I felt really bad on Friday night when I ruined Joe's parlay. I'm still really sorry about that, Joe. I really am, deep down inside, but... You know what? It, it lessened my mushism. It lessened it. I'm less of a mush, but I'm still a mush. And that's all I got to say about it. See, and that's fair. That's fair. 100% fair. I just got to say that I cannot believe, cannot believe that you actually did it. I was shook. You are such a mush to the fact where, of course, a mush would hit a 10-team random college basketball parlay when they throw it in. And that's why I still hold to this verdict today that you're still a mush. But props for the 10-teamer. I got to give it to you. That was electric. Thank you, sir. And yeah, that really put, definitely put a cherry on top for the weekend. But Michigan State was a great time. The campus is ginormous. I couldn't believe when we were walking from site to site. I mean, it was about 20, 25-minute walk from where we were walking to and from, but the campus is still huge. And I'm going to be honest, I had no idea where I was at at any point in time. I mean, I knew where we were at when we were downtown. I, w I don't even know if you call it downtown, but near the bars and near the restaurants. But when we were walking like from the stadium and back, I was like, guys, where the hell are we? I needed a map. Okay? <laughs> I needed a map. So, uh, so you did know. say you're going to go back in April, right? Yeah, I got to book another trip because obviously our trip was literally a day. A blink of an eye. It was a day. I mean, really, what the trip was, we went to the bar Friday night, went to the basketball game on Saturday, played basketball, then went to the bar Saturday night, and then we left Sunday morning. And that was it. But a lot happened in that weekend. Between a what lot happened, happened in D.C., between what happened on Friday night, you know, I still I still don't know if I can hear my ears still ringing from uh, Friday night. Yeah, Saturday. We, we do have some, some, good, some good memories, too, that are... I would say disclosed to the friend group, but a lot of funny moments <laughs> that the boys know what we're talking about, but we have to keep that disclosed for now. I don't think we could air that to the public, but it was definitely <laughs> nothing bad, very nothing bad. Nothing bad. Nothing. Just, just no, funny. nothing bad. Just funny stuff that that could be slightly embarrassing. I would say, um, and we're not in the biz to embarrass people, but I would say that it was a very. It was a very, very memorable trip. And I got to say thank you to all the boys in Michigan for making it an absolutely great time. And, uh, yeah, I definitely look forward to making another trip up there before you guys graduate. Yeah, because I feel like this story is just undefeated. For such a short amount of period of time, for it to go from so down bad, so negative, so not fun, 
to changing and turning up to be a great, fun weekend that I really enjoyed. I can't thank everybody else uh, enough who had us up there and for giving us a great time. But yeah. un, un, unreal trip. It was. I it just, was a whole lot of fun. I, I'm just only a seven-hour drive from there, so I don't see myself flying there ever again from Syracuse. Yeah, that was a brutality. And I will say that a lot of the back half of this story was just about sports betting, but that realistically, a lot of our weekend did revolve around some sports betting, but it was a great time anyways. Look, college basketball, sports betting, playing basketball, and, and drinking the bar. Yep. That's about it. On the that surface. That was the weekend. A hefty boys weekend. Can't go wrong with the guys <laughs> weekend, man. Can't go wrong with the guys weekend. It was a great time. I had a whole, I had a hell of a lot of fun. But shout out Adam. We didn't we didn't even we didn't even get we we didn't give Adam a shout out. Too bad he was sitting up in the nosebleeds. He yeah, was there. Adam dipped out. He dipped out Saturday. He dipped out after the game. So what a bum. I def I need to get back up there. I need to get back up there just to spend some more time with everyone and get some more experiences. Um but yeah, I had a good time talking about this. I hope everybody enjoyed a little bit of story time, a little bit of little bit of bad, a little bit of good. A little bit of unbelievable with the 10-teamer, but... Yeah, and one thing else we're going to clip here at the end. I don't hate this man, but somebody else, a.k.a. Jake Edwards, may. And I have to leave you out on this clip because it is just too golden not to let loose. And let me tell you something. This was because of an altercation that the two of these people had at the bar. And Joey Hauser, if you're listening to this podcast, I apologize. I mean no harm. The tag team podcast (laughs) means no harm. But somebody is upset with you. Bro, fuck Joey Hauser. Dude's a bum. Bro, buddy flipped me off because I'm wearing Ferris State shit. A few moments later. He needs to rant. He needs to let it all out. Bro, it's okay. It's not my fault that Joey Hauser is a fucking square head where he looks like one of them fucking tiki heads on Easter Island. <laughs> a classic clip. Not a physical altercation. Not a physical altercation, but Jake did kind of get shit on. <laughs> Not from a physical standpoint, but it was just, it was a little bit rude. It was a, a rude awakening. Well, if you go up but to yes. somebody trying to dap them up for, you know, Ferris State, and <laughs> they get told to that their school's a piece of shit, I'd be a little upset too. I'd be a little upset. It's all right. It's all right. Dude's a bum. So, <laughs> a bum. That's unreal terminology. Uh but that about wraps it well, up here for the Tag Team Podcast, episode 20. I hope you guys enjoyed the story time that we had today. I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to our shit show of a weekend, but also turned around to be a pretty damn good weekend that I'll remember for a long time. And if you ever go to East Lansing, I definitely recommend going to PT's. Fun bar, greasy bar, good time. Uh, try Barrio, great tacos, and definitely go to Leo's. And you have to go to a game at the Breslin Center. It's un- it's an yes. undefeated environment. I've been to plenty of basketball games in the Carrier Dome. But there's no tradition that I've seen college basketball-wise than sitting in the zone. Yep, fantastic experience for sure. One of the greatest sporting events that I've been to personally. Toodles. Bet. 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 Just putting out a disclaimer here. I know we said our last podcast episode was going to be, or this podcast episode was going to be on uh, us rating our favorite television shows, but that episode will be coming soon. We had to get the story time story out first. So that'll be up next on the episode 21 of the Tag Team Podcast. Stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening.